Are you a female gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? Hi, hello. I'm your host, Anika, and this is the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and serious peanut butter addict. I love helping women to break through plateaus so you can feel strong, define your curves, and create authentic fucking confidence. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter to you. Learn how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and nail results you can finally keep. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. This episode is going to be a meaty, educational, powerful episode that I'm sure a lot of you can relate to. I see a lot of women come to me or women that I speak to in the DMs talking about running into fat loss plateaus. What generally happens is they're already consistently training, but not seeing the results that they used to. They've either slowed down or stopped completely. And they end up feeling a little bit confused by the fact that they've hit this plateau. So trying to mix things up, but nothing's changing. They can't seem to break through. And to be honest, often that's because we're trying to do too many things and we're not making smart, repeated decisions and keeping track of what we've actually changed. And so we end up in this frantic state where it's like, nothing is fucking working and I'm stuck. So let's get into it. You've probably already seen from the title of this podcast that we are talking about how to successfully break through a fat loss plateau. I want to start by saying plateaus are normal. This is actually a normal process that happens. Uh, It's called metabolic adaptation and it's normal for fat loss to slow down. Okay. What's actually happening, this metabolic adaptation is your body's defense mechanism and it's a adapting to survive on less calories, right? Your body is trying to preserve energy. It's down-regulating your metabolism so it can get better at running on less calories. Your body wants to keep you alive. If anything, that's kind of cool, right? Like, thanks, body, for surviving. So that's a total normal thing, right? I want to just recap on what energy balance is as well because I think this is a really important part of um talking about fat loss plateaus and deficits and all this stuff that we're going to get into. So just remembering energy balance is what we're looking at here. Energy balance is energy in versus energy out. Okay. Or calories in versus calories out. If that is equal, then it's a maintenance. We are going to maintain. If your intake is more than your output, that is a surplus. If your intake is less than your output, so you're moving more than you're consuming, that is a deficit. And that's where we're looking at fat loss phases or deficit phases. Okay. With deficit phases, when we originally set them up, there are a few ways that we can go about this. Okay. What I always try and do with clients is try to lose body fat or lose weight on as many calories as possible with as little movement as possible. The reason I try and do this is for Two, like there's a few reasons to be honest. Like the first one is probably for your mental state. Like it's nice to be able to consume as much food as possible and move as little as possible and still get the result that you're chasing. But also, so we've got enough room to play with as these plateaus come throughout your deficit phase. Okay. So when we look at setting this deficit up originally, I generally go by around 20%, 20% of your maintenance calories. We're going to decrease your maintenance calories by 20%. Okay. 
The thing is we need to find a sweet spot, right? Enough calories to drop body fat, but we don't want to go so low that, you know, it's it's hard to adhere to for as long or we drop down too low and we quickly um, downregulate to this amount. You know, this is why I say that less calories is not better when we're in a deficit. Like, sure, it will work. It will work, right? In theory, it's still going to work. But I feel like these more drastic deficits will have a shorter lifespan because we aren't going to want to maintain this for as long. And we probably won't maintain it that well for very long, right? It leads to a less pleasant dieting experience. So just remember that less calories in a deficit doesn't always mean it's going to be a better approach. You know what? It probably would actually be faster too. You probably would lose body fat faster. The period of time that you can sustain that for is also going to be shorter. So we need to remember that, right? I don't know about you, but consuming more food is going to be more sustainable and more enjoyable in a deficit phase. We also need to consider what I said before about having more wiggle room. So we can only drop them so low before we lose our fucking mind. I'm sure you've been there, right? So why would we set up an enormous deficit phase originally to then kind of be capped at how low we can really drop it? The only other option in this situation would be your output. We would have to increase output to create that deficit again. And I will get more into that later in the episode, but I don't know about you. I don't think I'd be want to be increasing my output when my input is already minimal, right? Your energy and your mood and all these things are already going to be low. It's like, I don't really want to be doing more training, more cardio at that point. So if we can keep the deficit a little bit more modest, keep those cals high, keep output to be a little bit more minimal at this start. We're in a great place to set up a deficit. So let's get into a little bit more of the media stuff, the stuff that you're here for, the what the fuck do I do now that I've hit this plateau. Now, I think it's really important to obviously understand the energy balance side of it and how to set up the deficit successfully in the first place, because a lot of the times that can be missed. You can miss the target on that. But say you have done these things and you have had a pretty successful deficit phase so far, but you have hit this plateau. This is what we're going to get into. So what I do with my clients when we start to see these plateaus is first of all, just have a look at how long you've been plateauing for. I think we can kind of get in our own head and overthink it and say, you know, after three days, oh my God, you know, I've stopped losing weight. What's happening? Give it a few weeks. Be patient. Like you're obviously not going to continually drop body fat and weight every single day, but over the weeks, over the months, you're going to see that decline. We know this, right? The scales are going to fluctuate up and down between the days, even sometimes between the weeks. Um, But over the longer period of time, it's going to be decreasing, hopefully, right? So the first thing would be just having a look and being honest with yourself about how long has it actually been happening? Do I need to just give myself another week, two weeks, three weeks and see what happens? Especially for women, I think this can be really important because one of the things that we need to consider is where are you in your cycle? That can have a massive impact on what your scale weight is doing. Okay. What I like to do with my clients is actually compare their weeks of their cycle. So what was your body weight in the first week of your period? Uh, and then the first week, your next period, right? The first week of your cycle between cycles. God, I made that really clear to stand, didn't I? And then from there, you could compare your second week and your second week, 
then you could compare, you know, your third week and your third week and so on and so forth, right? I think this is a really great way to compare apples and apples because obviously throughout our cycle, the over the four to five weeks, however long your cycle might be, it can fluctuate based on what phase you're in. So I think that's a really important part just to touch on there as well. So once you've reflected and gone, am I really in a plateau or is it all in my head and how long has it been and have I given it enough time to break through on its own? And if you're convinced that you're still in a plateau, the other thing I want you to look at now is, is your adherence still there? How Are you just sick of dieting and you're starting to slack off and you know not tracking everything you're consuming or you're just guesstimating a few things during the day because, oh, I've done this so many times, I know how much this is. Just check, like, is your adherence honestly still there? Are you still doing everything that's required of you? The other part of that is like your output, right? Is your output still there? As we get further into a deficit and obviously our energy starts to dip and things like that, we've got less food coming in so our energy isn't as great. We will naturally want to move less. It's just a fact. Like if you're someone that's quite fidgety and move your hands and your feet a lot, you might notice in a deficit phase you don't do that as much because your body's trying to preserve energy. You might also not be as enthusiastic during your training sessions. So you're feeling a bit sluggish. You're not pushing as hard. You're not getting those extra few reps. Maybe you're taking longer rest breaks between your sets. The other thing is your steps. You know, we need to be making sure that that is consistent. So if you're not actually tracking how much movement you're doing, you know, we need to make sure that that adherence is still there. So obviously, again, making sure that you're tracking that and know those those stats and those data that data so that you can reflect on it and make sure, you know, is your adherence still there? The next thing I want you to consider is, are you no longer in a deficit? If you think about this, right, as you lose weight and lose body fat, your body's calorie requirements will actually drop. When you weigh more, you use more calories. So your maintenance calories would be higher. When you weigh less, your calorie amount is actually less. This is why we set calories originally using macro calculators and things like that, that look at your your weight, your height, your age, that sort of stuff, right? So once your weight decreases, your maintenance calories are the calories that are required to sustain your current composition. So your maintenance to maintain will decrease. So think about it this way. If you have actually had a successful fat loss phase up until this point, your deficit has been working and you actually weigh less now, you're no longer in a deficit. Your body has adapted, you are smaller, your body requires less. So it's actually quite interesting. Maybe you're hitting a plateau because you've done really well so far. What you lost last time you did a deficit, so the the amount of calories that you could be on last time that you lost body fat or weight won't be the same this time around. Because I would imagine that if you had a successful fat loss phase last time, your weight is probably now different, right? So just consider that your calorie amount that you need in your deficit will be different. So have you actually just done really well and you've been successful and now we need to change things? So that takes me perfectly into the next bit, which is what should we do if we have hit a plateau? So now I'm talking if you've genuinely hit a plateau, what can we do? There's a few things, right? I'm going to go through a list, lots of stuff for you guys to consider, lots of things that we can do. You know, we've got lots of tools that we can use in our tool belt to break through these. The first thing I want to say is, have you reached your goal? 
Have you reached your goal? Are you actually exactly where you want to be? Maybe it's not the exact scale weight number that you imagined you were going to be, but you look in the mirror and you're really fucking happy with your body composition. You're like, you know what? I'm still four kilos or so. Like that's a random number. Don't get hung up on that. If you're X number of kilos away from what you originally thought would be your end goal, And you've come just shy of that, but you look in the mirror and you're like, you know what? I'm really happy with the amount of muscle I've got on, the amount of body fat I've got, the way I've reshaped. You know, you can see this a little bit more. I love the way my clothes are fitting, all of that sort of stuff. And you're like, you know what? I'm really happy. I've reached my goal. Maybe you should just end it here. Maybe just end it here and you actually don't need to go further. Or maybe your goal has changed and it's like you've got to this point and you're like, you know, I'm not quite where I wanted to be. But I've kind of hit this plateau and I'm pretty happy with what I've done. And now I actually just want to build some muscle. I want to get into more of a performance phase where I can eat more. I can train like a fucking boss and I can start growing. Maybe that's what you want to do now instead. Do you need to continue on with the plateau or sorry, the continue on with the deficit and get through this plateau? Or is it kind of like a sign that it's just like, you know what? I'm done here. Just remember like, It's a natural byproduct. This plateau is a natural byproduct of a successful deficit phase. So should we just end it here? Next one is don't spiral. Don't spiral into this pit of like stress and overwhelm. Let's be very strategic and make smart decisions. You know, this is why tracking data is important. So we can actually identify what's happening and where we can make changes. This plateau has nothing to do with you as a person about your capabilities, whether you are valuable, whether you're worthy, whether you can keep going. It doesn't mean you're a failure, none of these things. So let's just look at this very black and white almost, have a look at the data and be like, okay, so what's happening? What could we change? Is there anything that I can pinpoint right now and go, actually, that's why that's happened, etc." So what I mean by this is if we have a look at our data, a few things I want to look at here is, are you stressed? Are you not sleeping well? Because these things can impact a deficit phase. Uh, so often a big, big sleep can go a long way. I've seen this time and time again with clients. I've seen it with myself. It's like I have a big, busy week, early mornings, long days, etc. comes to my weekend. I get one or two sleep-ins and voila, like my body weight just seems to drop because I'm decompressing, I'm unwinding, I'm sleeping more, the stress has left my body and my scale weight comes down. You know, it's so predictable for me to see that now and it's important for you to see those trends in yourself as well. Are you also due for your period? Like I mentioned before, we know that scale weight can spike around that time and if you're someone that's tracking your cycle and you know these kind of symptoms and and telltale signs, then it wouldn't be a shock to you because you know what's coming, you know what happens. And on the other side of your period, there's probably a scale weight drop as well, right? We tend to get a little bit bloated, a little bit watery. We get retention around that time of the month. So on the other side of that, you might actually see that dip then. Another one that we can be looking at is if you're somebody that suffers with IBS or any sort of like bloating and gas that we know as well can hold um, weight or water and all that sort of stuff. And again, all of these things can be impacting your scale weight. We're talking about like the bloating, gas, IBS, bowel movements is another one. Like if you haven't gone to the bathroom in a day or two, I'm not surprised. That can also be something to consider. So having a look at these pieces of data, it's like, is there anything in here that I can see for myself and go, you know what? It's probably just that. 
my work week has been fucking stressful and I've got all this shit going on. So maybe next week when things are a little less intense, I might see that. Okay. Your body is already in a state of like stress from the deficit that these other contributing factors like lack of sleep can impact that. All right, so moving on from here, if you've gone through all those things as well and you can't identify anything that might be causing this or anything that we can fine-tune or fix up and, and might be the reason that this plateau has occurred, then we can move on to actually doing something about it, okay? By that, I mean we can either change our input or change our output from here. This is originally how we created the deficit, right? We manipulated our calories and our energy so that the input and the output had a gap between them. This is the big piece that I want you to take away from this. This is what a deficit is, and this is how you're going to get through it. Manipulating the input and the output that you're currently doing. This is the meat and veg of it. These are the things that need to change in order to create that gap again, so that your fat loss phase can continue on. Now, we could change one or the other, or we could change both. With my clients, I like to just do one so that we can have a look at what goes on from there and whether that's enough rather than changing too many pieces at once. With input, this could be a few things. So your calorie intake could be a few different adjustments. You could have a diet break. We might have, you know, a free meal on the weekend or something like that. It might be a full week where we take you back up to maintenance calories or even a weekend where we take you up to maintenance calories. And this can be really good for not only a physical break from the less calories, but also a psychological break. So getting you out of that headspace of being in a diet for so long. It actually might even make you train a little harder for that week and move a little bit more because you've got some extra food in your system. So this can be a really great uh, strategy to use inside of a deficit. And then after that, you might go back to those um, calories, those deficit calories that you were on previously and see if they start to you know, work again for you after having a bit of a deload, right? That's input. Again, we could also just change the input of your calories. Maybe we don't go with a diet break or a, a, a refeed week or anything like that, and we just adjust your calories less. We might take an extra couple hundred calories, 10%, something like that, and decrease it so that the difference between your intake and your output has now got a gap again, sufficient enough to continue on with the process. All right? That is one method. Now... The other one is output and output could be, you know, adding in a calorie, uh, sorry, a cardio session. If you're not already doing any sort of cardio, maybe we add in a 15 minute block somewhere, or maybe we add in 10 minutes after each of your training sessions. Maybe we just increase your overall steps. So at the moment you might only be doing around 8,000. So maybe we bump it up to 10. Maybe if you're at 10, we do it up to 12. Maybe we could even look at your training sessions themselves and add a bit of conditioning work in there or even shorten your rest periods, okay? There's a few different ways we can manipulate your output. I like to keep it pretty simple. I like to chuck in a little bit of cardio, increase steps, really simple stuff, right? We don't need to overthink about uh, overthink this. At the end of the day, this is going to be personal preference too. It's person dependent because I don't know about you, but I would rather do more output than eat less food. I like food. I like to eat. So I don't mind having to do a little bit of cardio or something like that 
in order to create that deficit again. But maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have time to be doing more exercise or more steps. Or maybe because of your job, your steps are already high and we're not going to get you to do more movement. So you actually are like, you know what? I don't mind losing some of my food. I don't mind dropping back and, you know, maybe taking one of my snacks out or dropping this from one of my meals. Do you want to eat the same and don't mind doing more output? Or are you the opposite where it's like, I don't want to do any more. So I'm happy to lose some of my food. Again, person dependent, but these are the two main factors that we need to manipulate in order to create that deficit again and successfully break through this fat loss plateau. Now, I love coaching women out of plateaus. This is something that I see time and time again. I think because it is so true to what had happened with me for so long, because we start to get in our overhead about, you know, I'm doing something wrong. Why isn't this working for me? Why does everyone else around me seem to be getting results? I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm trying to change things and it's not happening. And I I hate seeing women in this space, but again, that's what I'm saying. I love to coach women out of this because a lot of the time it does come down to education. And I'm obsessed with the power of education with my clients because once you're aware of how all of this works, how energy balance works, how deficits work, how metabolic adaptation works, so the fact that your body will actually just adapt to what you're giving it, all of these sorts of things, once you are empowered with this education and you know what is happening and you know why it's happening and you know how to manipulate these factors to get yourself through this phase and continue on with a successful fat loss plateau, it can be an absolute game changer. It's the fact that you don't know what's going on right now or why it's happening to you, but I can reassure you, you are not broken, you are not doing something wrong, and you're actually not different. We can coach you through this process. If that's something that you want to do, absolutely reach out to me on Instagram, slide into my DMs and send me the word coaching and we can absolutely have a chat about making this work for you. All right, I'm going to wrap this one up here. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and learned a bunch from it. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to slide into my DMs and let me know what you took away. And even if you have any more questions about fat loss plateaus or breaking through this. Maybe you want to know how to do a diet break inside of a phase that you're doing at the moment or something like that. Like I'm more than happy to have a chat with each and every one of you. Otherwise, that's it from me and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me on Fit Chit Chat. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. And I seriously encourage you to slide into my DMs on Instagram by searching underscore Coach Danica or fitchitchat.podcast and let me know what part hit home for you. So until next week, bye.